Are you not having a good day? We all falter sometimes. All it takes is a little unasked for criticism or someone just treating us harshly to trigger us into a spiral of negative self-talk and anxiety about not being liked. No matter who you are or what your status is, you know that your success cannot depend on the opinions of others. Like the wind, opinions change. As the weather, opinions change frequently. To succeed in any endeavor, you must stay the course, no matter what the cost. Join us every Thursday at 12 p.m. and 7 p.m. GMT with your host Trevor Jeremiah Carter. Remember the new you starts today not tomorrow. Hello, welcome everybody, welcome, welcome. This is Trevor, you're my Carter. I want to welcome you to my episode show. And wherever you're calling from, I want to welcome you and I'm so glad to see you join me because we do have a very special guest with us today. And I'm so excited, sitting tight in my chair, getting ready for here, Daniel's experience that has transformed his lives and many other people who are following him. So before we bring in our guests, I just want to let you know that there's an opportunity for you to join us if you have any questions, you may do it two ways. You may also want to go into the chat, which is available and open right now, and you can actually put your questions in the chat. Uh, If you want to be a guest to call in, just simply put into the chat, I would like to call in. And then I will send you an invite to be a guest and you can come in and unmute yourself and ask your questions. So that's an easy opportunity for you, ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to get involved, which I'm sure you will be interested to hear about Daniel's experience and life that has transformed so many people's lives. So in that way, uh, do please do make yourself available. Uh, We will be running the show for approximately 30 to 40 minutes. And we may go over time, depending on the excitement we're going to get tonight. And uh, just to let you know that this is a great opportunity to interact with us today. Okay, so for that reason, I just want to let you know that we have a wonderful guest called Daniel. And uh, Daniel is a well-known expert in what he knows and what he teaches. And Daniel is what the talk experience. So, for that reason, I'm going to bring in my guest and uh, say to him, welcome into the show, Daniel. Hey, how are you doing? Really happy to be here. Okay. Hi, Daniel. So, how are things with you? Uh, not too bad. It's uh, just at noon here down on the west side of Mexico. Uh, really excited to speak to the listeners and see how we can fill them up a little bit today. All right. Uh, so, Daniel, I believe you're going to be bringing so much insight for it today, and I'm looking forward to your input and your definitely deep insight of your experiences. So, uh, welcome to the show, Daniel. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, we have a very strong title today, which I'm sure I'm going to put it forward to our guest in the room. What life can be what you imagine if you let it. So what's your life like today for 2021? What goals are you trying to achieve? What kind of mindset have you got in order to achieve your goals? Well, guess what? Daniel is the ideal person today who's going to be definitely giving us some insight. So Daniel, for the sake of our listeners, if you don't mind introducing yourself, who you are, and uh, take it from there. 
Well, hi everyone, I'm Daniel Mangiana. I'm from East London in the UK, but I now get to live in Mexico. Uh, I'm a father, um, I do speaking, I write books, I also podcast. And what I'm really all about is giving people some insights, some strategies and techniques that they can actually use to get back dominion over their lives. I don't want to say the word control, because for me, control is something that we do after the fact. When a car's going in the wrong direction, we control it. But what I'm about is actually getting started going in the right direction intentionally and very deliberately. So we don't have to control, we just deliberately create. Fantastic, fantastic. And I'm sure we're getting my pen and paper ready because you never know what you may be hitting us. <laughs> it may be heavy stuff and I'm telling you, pen and paper need to be ready for this. So Exactly, exactly. So yes, Daniel, but before we go any further, something very interesting about your background, Daniel. Mm -hmm. You experienced a life-shattering experience at the age of 20. Yes. So uh, just tell us a little bit about that. What happened and what experiences were you going through? So I actually made my first million at the age of 19 years old. Um, I made it with some partners of mine who were my friend's brother and some other older guys. And then what ended up happening was we actually didn't have the right paperwork. We weren't licensed to do what the business that we were doing. And so unfortunately the whole thing was shut down. So everything got shut down. And so I built up this whole identity from about the age of 11. I was really confident that I was going to be a millionaire. And I, I wanted to do it by the age of 18, but I did it by 19. I wasn't that happy about that, but I was really happy that I made it. And then within a year, everything got taken away. So that was the first thing. And then everything, I was still very young, so I didn't, I hadn't really been tested by life. I hadn't really been, um, I think tested by life is probably Trevor the best way to describe it. You know, when you're that young, you haven't really faced adversity. It didn't shape me as much as it should have done. I didn't really create any changes in my behavior, any changes in, in how I was. I went off, it took me a couple of years and built up another few million and then that got taken away again. This time, it got stolen. So after the second time of losing everything, I was, I, was really, I was really down, you know. I got so down that actually I really wanted to commit suicide. And the only reason why I didn't is because I'd lost so much self-confidence, so much belief in myself, that I thought if I don't pull this off, I'm going to be even more of a loser. And I didn't think that I could pull it off. So what I ended up doing was going back over how I create... Back then, we didn't really call it manifesting. I think the word manifesting only really became popular when the book The Secret came out. Before, it was just, you know, consciously creating our reality. And I wanted to understand what had gone wrong so that I could try again, but not try again to rebuild my life, but to just commit suicide successfully. So I actually set off on a mission to work out what was wrong with how I create so that I could successfully commit suicide. And what ended up happening was I accidentally reprogrammed my mind to success and that success model is what I now share through my work today. Wow. Now, these are experiences that people tend to find themselves going through, these struggles that you went through, personal struggles and health struggles. Mm -hmm. At that age, and looking back now, Daniel, people tend to say, why me? Mm. Why is this happening to me? Why is it always happening to the good people? What would your understanding, or would you say you've got the understanding based on those experiences, especially on your personal struggle? Do you know what I've come to find is that this isn't about good people or bad people. Mm -hmm. This is about our life being a direct representation of what we've created through who we are. 
Mm. And I, I came to understand that through the pain of <laughs> going in and rewriting yeah. the code of myself. But ultimately, everything that's showing up in our life is a result of what we're feeling, our emotional state, which impacts our thoughts, which impacts our unconscious habits and behaviors, which are what's going on and leading the charge as much as 97% of the time. And that leads to our reality. It's not about being a good person or a bad person. The most, mm. most lovely, humble, wonderful human could have limiting beliefs. And those limiting beliefs means it doesn't matter how hard they pray, how many times they go to the church, the mosque or the temple, or how much time they spend meditating in the morning. If they don't believe it's possible, it's not going to show up. Mm. And this is a big part of the work that I do now, sort of pulling people away from guilt, shame and beating themselves up and doing all of this other gunky stuff that's not moving them forward. And instead, having them just focus on being very conscious and very deliberate in what they're feeling, what they're thinking and what they're doing and doing this all very intentionally towards the life that they want to live. Right, right. Now, the reason why I say it, Daniel, because people tend to question those experiences a lot, but never come up with an understanding or reality check to say, you know what, I went through it for a reason. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. You went through these experiences for seven years. Mm -hmm. Now, what was going through your mind at that time from year in and year out for seven years? How were you able to maintain mm -hmm. those struggles, personal and the revelation of your event? So the thing is, is that there was very much a roller coaster. Like I said, for the first, I'd say three or four years, I wasn't really shaken because I hadn't really been tested. So because I hadn't been tested, I didn't know that this was a wake-up moment for me, so I kept doing things the same. Second time mm. I lost everything, I was down in the dumps, and then I actually was really focused on just, I was very mission-driven to working out what was wrong. At 27, I was diagnosed with Asperger's, which was a very big support for me because it meant that I could get the right help um, for how I dealt with my world. It also mm. addressed a lot of the anxiety. I had crippling insomnia that I suffered with for years. And it was about the age, I, I would say about the age of 28, that I really realized, hang on a minute, I've been moving towards positivity and I didn't even realize it. I didn't wake up one morning, Trevor, and say, oh, I choose life now, you know, I'm gonna be positive. That's not what happened. What happened was over time, I kind of moved the needle over to positivity. And then once I recognized that I was able to start digging in and the last 10 years has really been spent consciously aware of the fact that, oh, okay, this is the model that I used, right? This is the path that I went down. These are the tools and strategies that were effective and systemizing that. Firstly, just for myself, I wasn't really interested in helping anyone at first, I'll be honest with you. I just kind of wanted to, mm. to sort myself out. But then over time, coming to see, first on a micro level, how it was helping other people. And now obviously my podcast and I do a lot of content on social media and I do speaking and I've got books. So, you know, literally tens of thousands of people get to use this on a regular basis and seeing, okay, there's definitely something real here. Let's really take it to the next level and give people the support that they deserve. Mm. So, you know what, Daniel, this is what I'm going to say. I have to honestly, honestly give you a round of applause <laughs> for the tremendous ability and dedication to actually come through that for seven years. Mm. And again, I have to say a round of applause for that because this is what makes life worthwhile when people like yourself come on and share 
not about the dark tunnel, but there's something at the end of the tunnel, which you have mm -hmm. done, Daniel, which I'm mm -hmm. going to go into because I'm excited to hear where you are at the moment, which is mm -hmm. phenomenal work. So, again, fantastic achievement. So, what I want to move on to, Dan, you mentioned something about mindset. Yes. There's a lot of news out there, people talking about mindset, but what is the backbone of mindset? What's the process? When people say mindset, what is the the step-by-steps of mindset. So what is it you're aware of mm -hmm. about the mindset? So for me, with mindset, I believe that there are different people have got different approaches and different ideas and ideologies about it. But for me, mindset is literally how my mind is set up. Mm. That's for me what it means. When we consider that the unconscious mind, which is running the show most of the time, operates at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind. That means for every one thought that you've had consciously, there's been 10,000 to 10 million thoughts that have already happened. Every second that you'll think you're ahead of the game, the unconscious mind has already produced 10,000 to 10 million pieces of, of instructional information that's going out and creating your world. So mm. for me, mindset is understanding what that setup is at the unconscious level, and then actually setting that up to support me with what I consciously choose, rather than running on programs and unconscious training that's been you know sort of blasted into me from childhood so i really love to see people taking back control over what's going on now we're talking about control because we're, we've got a moving train right we need to we've got a moving boat we need to turn that boat away from the iceberg and start mm -hmm. moving it to clearer waters and that is most effectively done not by i believe digging in and trying to uncover all of the things that are Oh, what's going in here? What's going on there? Where's my limiting belief? Because think about this, Trevor. Every moment that you spend digging into those negative beliefs, mm -hmm. what you're doing is giving more energy to those negative beliefs. Mm. You're giving mm. them more life. So mm. every moment that you're spending digging around in that muck, you're getting more dirty. So what I like to do instead is this. Focus mm. on what I call macro intentions. What mm. macro intentions are, are like overarching ones that take care of a lot of the gunk in one go. So rather than me looking around and trying to work out all of the negative beliefs I've got around financial abundance, for example, which is what I focus on helping people with, I focus on creating an overarching belief that I am entitled and worthy of abundance. Now what's mm. going to happen is if I keep pummeling that into my brain and making that the, the overriding intention, then all of the other little programs that don't fit that are going to be, there's a light going to be sh shone on them, and then I can address them as they come up. Or mm. they're going to be overwritten by the new program. So I like to look at just overriding the old program, and then all the rogue code, if you will, that's, that's limiting that can come up for me to address and heal it. Mm. Wow. Now, Daniel, going back to that, based on your experiences seven years, were you aware of anything about the mindset? at that time and yes. what is it that made you go into the deeper depths of mindset so i was actually into mindset and all that kind of stuff from about the age of 16. so i had actually started reading all of this content very early and that's what actually facilitated me creating success at a very young age but here's the thing and this is what i want to impress upon people i had complete self-belief i didn't have any limiting beliefs around what i could create but that's not the only piece of the puzzle, the only pieces to the puzzle. I also didn't have any humility. <laughs> right, right. I, I had the arrogance of youth, which meant that I didn't have the right support, the right guidance, the right mentorship. 
And so I didn't have the physical structures in place. Mm. So for example, my dad was ran business development agencies for as long as I can remember. I had available all of the guidance and mentorship that I needed in order to not make mistakes in terms of having the right paperwork and not lose my business and not lose all of the money. But because I didn't have humility, I didn't have experience, guess what? Mm. I ended up messing up. So I just want to impress upon people that having positive mindset alone doesn't do it. Mm. <laughs> you still have to have some experience around what you're doing. But the great thing about coaches, the great thing about mentors, the great thing about getting advice from people is you don't have to have done it all by yourself. You can actually mm. buy into the, uh, the experience of others and uh, allow that to be the stepping stone for you to get beyond what you don't know. Mm. So Daniel, am I correct to ask then that's how because of that format of what you just explained, the mindset, is that how you were able to come out of your long-term struggle? No, that was a complete accident, honestly. Wow. It was a complete accident. Like I said, because I had so much identity wrapped around being financially successful, you know, I'd been Johnny, you know, big balls for so long, you know, oh, look at me, I'm this and I'm that, and all of this ego, and my, I, my identity was wrapped up in that. So the second time that I lost everything, at this point, I had to see, hang on a minute, maybe I don't know everything. But again, mm. because I hadn't been tested, I just went right over to the negative. And I was just like, well, there's nothing left for me to do here. Nothing left for me to contribute. And I just wanted to just step out of the game and commit suicide. Mm. And it was actually because I spent so much time filling my brain accidentally with positive content. Because look, here's the thing. From the age of 16, I was visualizing, I was writing goals, I was doing all of this, I was doing all of that. So I knew that my stuff worked up to a point because it had worked up to a point of actually getting the money, but I couldn't hold it. So I wanted to know what was wrong with that so that I could just pull off my suicide and get away with it. So I went back, I was re reading all of the books, I was listening to tapes and I was going through the lives of people who had accomplished great things to see what were the missing pieces that I'd missed, what had I missed? But if you imagine, I was literally getting up in the morning, reading, listening to tapes, reading, listening to tapes, watching stuff, reading, listening to tapes, going over my notes, studying, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. My brain was getting pummeled with positive content for hours every, every day, no days off, every day for years. So what ended up happening was that overwriting process that, I was, that I'm talking about, Mm. That's what happened. I overwrote all of that negativity. Read it, you, if you spend every day reading stories of hope, your mind's going to have no other option but to become hopeful. Right, right. And I think that's why the title fits very perfectly with what you just said. Why life can be what you imagine if you let it. Yes. And I think that clarified very well to share the, the title based on the mindset and it took the imagine of it whatever you imagine is what you become yes um so for the benefit of our listeners people not familiar with this about the mindset they probably hear about it is it really all about rocket science to understand mindset no that for me is what people say so that they can sell courses on instagram right <laughs> Right, that's amazing. So why do, you think, why do you think that is then, Daniel? Why do people tend to look at it that way? Because they're looking for someone else to do the work for them. They don't want to do the work for themselves. They're looking for someone to say, here's a magic pill. So they'll go around buying another course, going to another workshop, trying to find the magic pill. I actually posted something about this um, 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 
I posted about this on Facebook just this morning, and I think I'm going to post it to my Telegram channel as well. But, mm. You know, if we dedicated all of the time that we we're using to try and find the magic pill to just actually working on healing ourselves, we'd probably be there by now. Wow. So we are definitely on the same wavelength today then. <laughs> 100%. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm said I'm so excited to hear about it because when I saw your profile and your work, it made me realize more people need to know exactly how this is done. And so ladies and gentlemen, we have Daniel, and he's just sharing with us his life-shattering experience from a young age for seven years of struggle. So here's my question to you as listeners. Where is your life? How are you imagining your life, whatever you're thinking it, what it will be? So Daniel's here to help and advise and guide you on how he is able to build and restructure his life and become successful in developing a system to help you to change your mindset. So before we go on to the next stage with our wonderful guest, Daniel, I'm going to do a quick commercial break and we will be back. not having a good day. We all falter sometimes. All it takes is a little unasked for criticism or someone just treating us harshly to trigger us into a spiral of negative self-talk and anxiety about not being liked. No matter who you are or what your status is, you know that your success cannot depend on the opinions of others. Like the wind, opinions change. As the weather, opinions change frequently. To succeed in any endeavor, you must stay the course, no matter what the cost. Join us every Thursday at 12 p.m. and 7 p.m. GMT with your host Trevor Jeremiah Carter. Remember the new you starts today, not tomorrow. Yes, the new you start today, not tomorrow. And the new you start today with our wonderful guest, Daniel. And Daniel is an entrepreneur, inspirational entrepreneur, who had made his life turn around from seven years of struggle. So Daniel, we're back into the next step here now. And obviously, from what you went through, you've managed to turn the table around to your favor. And you have built what we call a four-step system, which is now teaching other people, what I would say, money mindsets or changing their mindset. So if you don't mind, Daniel, take a look a bit down the road on that. What exactly is this four-step system and why did you get involved in that? Oh, sorry, I muted myself when you were doing the break. The four-step system. <laughs> the four-step <laughs> system actually uh, evolved from my journey. And having Asperger's, I need structure. This is one of the things I came to understand about myself. And uh, structure, the functional structure, actually allowed me to do more, more effectively actually live my life. So what I actually ended up doing was taking that and using it to look at the phases that I've moved through in order to get to success, to get to the other side of actually choosing life, and now financial abundance and good health and beautiful family and so on and so forth and living the life of my dreams. So the four steps are this, accept, clear, gratitude, and listen. And beyond intention for any of the listeners that wanna know more about this, you can definitely check more information on my website. Uh, I'm gonna do very high level here. I've also got a book called Stepping Beyond Intention that breaks down the entire model and where it came from and all of that good stuff. But I'm going to give everyone enough to start applying this in their life today, if that's okay with you. Mm. So the, force, the first step of accept, essentially what it's saying is, 
I'm the only one that's responsible for what I create. So I'm accepting the responsibility for what I create and also accepting the responsibility for what I have created so far. So that means dropping blame. That means dropping, um, saying that I don't have the power to create what I want and putting my, the, the, the responsibility for my life in other people's hands. So the very first thing that you can do this is you can remember this very simple equation. There is only one person, one force that's been present in every single experience in your life and that is you. Now, your mum was there when you were born, but she wasn't there every moment. And even if she was attached to you at the hip, she wasn't inside your brain. You're the only one in your mind. She, you're the only one in your heart. So if you want to create change, the most effective place to do that is within yourself. So take up that responsibility and you'll be able to move the needle in the direction of the life of your dream. So that's point one. The second step, clear, reminds us that at the end of the day, there's only one point in time that's real and that's now. So what we want to do is let go of being obsessed with what's happened in the past, let go of what's obsessing about what might happen in the future and be present enough to make important choices that are actually going to create real change in your life. Step number three is gratitude. Now, you would think that gratitude is what you do after the fact, but actually gratitude is what you do in advance. It's all about creating a positive expectation. It's like taking faith, taking belief to the next level. Because faith and belief is like saying, oh, it might happen and I, I believe that it might happen. Whereas when I'm grateful for something, I'm actually saying I'm so confident that it will happen that I can celebrate it now in my body and in my being. The last step, listen, is about remembering that we're all human, Trevor. None, none of us are gonna be switched on all the time. Nobody's gonna wake up every single day happy and ready to put the bootstraps on and go to war. We've got times when we're sad. We've got times when we need help. We've got times that we need to be supported. We've got times when you know we're just not up to it. And it's listening into our body to see, do I need to take a break? Do I need to do some self-care? Do I need to go and get some help and support? Am I on target or do I need to put myself back on target? And those are the four steps of Beyond Intention. Wow. Now, interesting thing about those four steps is grateful and gratitude. Oh, uh, we're in the pandemic right now. And um, what would you say to encourage people about the struggle is there, is reality, but how would a person in this pandemic time be grateful? What would you say, Daniel, in terms of what you've been sharing? So this is an interesting one because gratitude doesn't necessarily even require us to see what we're grateful for ahead of us. Mm. The other mm. thing that I always invite people to do is to look for whatever small part of the experience that they can be grateful for. Now, obviously, pandemic, people have lost their jobs, people have lost loved ones. You know, people have been locked in their homes. People are lo losing their homes. People are losing their livelihood. It's a crazy time. But mm. no, nothing in life is one dimensional. Whenever there's positive, there's also a shadow side to it. And whenever there's a shadow, there's also a light side to it. So this is about digging in and finding even the smallest thing. I'll give you a funny example. I did a workshop in New York a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, someone was saying, oh, you know, my husband did this. He cheated on me and blah, blah, blah. I said, well, here's a, a, a phrase that people are going to laugh at. <laughs> mm. But here's the thing that you always do. Whenever you've got something really crap that's happened, ask yourself, what's the at least X, Y, Z didn't happen? So for mm. her, I said, did he get the other person pregnant? No. Did he um, bring you home a sexually transmitted disease? No. So, well, at least that didn't happen. You've still got a point of gratitude. Mm. So it sounds really crazy, 
But whenever something negative shows up, always ask yourself, what is the thing that is actually there present for me to be grateful for? Me looking at the stuff that's crap isn't going to change it. It's not going to make it any better. It doesn't help me. I'm not telling people to put their head in the sand either. What I'm saying is, accept what's happened has happened. If there's something you can do about it, then do it. If there's nothing that you can do about it, then all you're doing is actually impacting your ability to go and do something else. And ask yourself, what hasn't happened? What's still available? What's the at least X, Y, Z hasn't happened? And focus your energy and attention on that. That's what's going to give you the power and, and presence of self to move forward positively and go and create something new. Mm. Now, Daniel, what you've got, though, is a very strong force duck points are very strong points now for the benefit of our listeners can this be implemented by anybody yes any anybody. type anybody anybody anytime anywhere right okay so what would you say are the four steps are they steps that people might think oh it's too much hard work um or it's too difficult what's the best way to approach it one day at a time, one small thing at a time. I've got a principle that I talk about called micro-shifting. And micro-shifting is basically baby steps on steroids. Just ask yourself, what can I do right now without resistance? That's it. Don't try and take on the whole thing in, in one go. It's, it's nonsensical. Just ask yourself, what's something that I can do? Can I start to let go of blaming one person? Can I start to heal the relationship with my mum, for example, which is where a lot of people place blame on their parents? Can I start to heal the relationship with my dad by forgiving them for one thing? I'm not going to mm. be able to forgive them for everything, but can I forgive them for one thing? Can I start mm. taking my power back here? Can I start looking at how to heal from one piece of trauma that's got me locked in the past? Or one piece of anxiety that's got me trapped in the future? Can I start mm. to embody positively one simple thing and start the ball rolling with momentum? Can I mm. just one thing? And if you do mm. one thing every day, you're going to start moving the needle for sure. Mm, mm. Well, I understand, Daniel, you probably agree, Rome wasn't built in one day. No. <laughs> so I think people have to look at it as a baby step to build their confidence, uh, their surroundings and change their environment. And I think, Daniel, that's where your story is powerful, because what you're giving us, it truly understands that you have implemented this into your own life. Mm-hmm. Tell us the results. Give us some feeling of the results you have got personally with the four steps that you've just given us. Well, first and foremost, um, I live life with my dreams. I live in uh, sunny Mexico. <laughs> I've got a beautiful, <laughs> right. beautiful family. Um, I've got successful businesses. Um, they remain successful. There's no roller coasters going on there. I'm in good mm. health. I get to do what I want to do. Uh, I get to wake up every morning living a life on my terms. Nobody tells me what to do or how to live my life, apart from my stepdaughter and my wife, of course, but we all know that they're the real bosses anyway. And, mm-hmm. and most importantly, I get fulfilled meaning every day. Mm. Fulfilled mm. meaning every day. It's not a, a rat race. Every day I go to bed knowing that I've done something to actually add positively to the world. Mm. Wow. This is why I ask this, because some of our listeners who are probably thinking, well, Daniel is special. Daniel's done it before. Well, I can let you know, ladies and gentlemen, he's a normal, average person just like you and me. Mm-hmm. 
But what happened, he made some changes. Mm -hmm. And this is why he's on this show today, to show you how those steps can help you to live a more fulfillment life. Now, Daniel, this is where I'm really sitting on my shirt tight now, because, <laughs> <laughs> because you not only just put the step together, but you are changing people's lives. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your journey and your program and the people who are coming forward and what transformation is happening in their life. I think to, the, to your point about me being an average guy and even what I've achieved, I don't think what I've achieved is all that important. I think what's more important is how this is affecting other people's lives, the people, everyday people off the street, men, women, old, young, people from everywhere from the, the top of Canada to the bottom of New Zealand, from all mm -hmm. walks of life, for some of them it's creating financial abundance and becoming millionaires, for some of them it's healing in their bodies, for some it's healing relationships with their family, for some it's creating their own family, for some it's just finding their purpose and doing what they want to do with their life, leaving a career that was draining them, overcoming mental health issues, people <clears> from all walks of life are coming in and creating all sorts of changes and they're doing it using this four-step system and using the work that we're teaching. Wow. So you're saying it's actually worldwide? Yeah, worldwide. Wow. Now, give us a, let's, could you give, give us two testimonials on that, on what the individuals have achieved for you allowed? I, I'll, give, I'll give you one. Um, this is one of my favorites, actually, because when she first came into one of my programs, she didn't have enough money to, to, to start the program. What, what was interesting is I did a workshop in Florida. Uh, I think it was 2018 I did this workshop in Florida. I did the workshop in Florida. Um, there were about 30 people came to the workshop, something like that. And everyone was offered to, take, to have a follow-up call with me. I was paid to come and deliver the workshop. They put me up and stuff like that. So they didn't have to pay for the workshop. You know, they, it was a community that had asked me to come and speak for them and, and teach a workshop. Seven people out of those people actually took a follow-up call with me. She was one of them. But the thing is, is that every single item that I gave her to do in that follow-up call, she did it. Mm. And then what, when, it, when I released that particular program, um, I knew she didn't have the money, but I said to her, do you know what? I believe that you're going to do the work. So come into the program and you can pay me later. Mm. And you know what? She created financial success and she paid off the program. But that's not the thing that I'm most excited about. What I'm most excited about is Aside from the fact that she made more money in her business than she's ever made, aside from the fact that, um, aside from the fact that she's now moving into what we call our six-figure club, people that have got a six-figure net worth, she healed the relationship with her parents, mm. alcoholics. She's found the love of her life and she's moved in with him. She does what brings her joy. She left a career that was just suffocating her and making her feel disgusting. She's living life on her terms and she's only got more upside to go. She's got more, more changes to come. But this was someone who didn't even have the money to invest in the program, but was ready to show up and demonstrate that they were ready to show up. And as a result, now life is completely changed. Mm. Wow. This is what the results is all about, ladies and gentlemen. So this is an opportunity for you to call in if you want to call in and ask our guests any questions based on why life can be what you imagine if you let it and daniel is letting it go to let you know exactly it can be done for you too so if you want to get involved to ask before we wrap up you've got an opportunity to go into the chat room which is available open now 
please do put your questions in forward. Or if you'd like to come in and a guest and ask your question, please do put in the chat, I'd like to be a guest, and I will send you the invite and you can come in and put your question forward. Daniel, whoa, we are definitely hitting something here. And this is where questions I tend to get that I find from outside. Is it always possible that somebody with a negative mindset can change their life? Yes, but they have to want to change it. Mm. Or they have to be able to bypass the desire not to change it. So in my my story, for example, I didn't want to change my life, but because I wasn't looking the other direction, I was able to accidentally sneak all that positivity in and create a change. Powerful. Now, now with your program, um, mm-hmm. I believe you're flying high here now because <laughs> I, I saw your your dedication and your time and energy. It take it onto another level now, which you are saying worldwide. You've been on CNN, I believe, and other networks. Mm-hmm. What was what feedback are you getting from the people who are inviting you to be on? Uh, network and speaking about mindsets and changing money mindsets what feedback are you getting and how has that made you as an individual to work harder and greater to have an impact on the world can i tell you something i don't really care about the feedback i get from those channels i care more about the stories like i told you earlier the everyday Mm. people not what they're telling me but what they're showing me by how it actually affects their life that's what's more important to me Mm. i could care less about another feature or this or that and blah 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 for me that's just sprinkles that actually gives me that social proof so that people listen to what i've got to say what i want to see is the change in their lives i don't want to hear anything i want to see it that for me is what it's really about Mm. Mm. so what what, what's really the drive behind it then daniel i think you've covered that Mm -hmm. um The the, the drive is seeing real change in real people's lives in a real way Right, right, right. Fantastic. Man, I'll tell you, this is where the final question I want to ask you is, now that you are on the platform of opportunity to change other people's lives, the average people's lives, what's the long-term plan for you and your business? Long-term plan is that this becomes a movement and these ideas are ones that people continue to share so that the world that my son and my stepdaughter get to live in and the world that their kids get to live in is populated by more people moving towards a tipping point of us doing things differently. Not fear, not blame, not beating up on other people and beating up on ourselves, but claiming responsibility and living more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven lives. Right. Fantastic. So, Daniel, we want to say thank you so much indeed. It's been very impactful in a short moment of time, and I'm sure there's a lot more you want to share. So, before we ask you to give your details, what's your final word to anybody who may be listening on this show? What would your final word be? Don't take it all so seriously. You're human, and none of us are getting out of this alive. So just have as much fun as you can doing what feels good for you and does no harm for others and just enjoy life that's what we're here to do at the end of the day right fantastic i know daniel if somebody wants to get in touch with you do you mind giving your contact details your website or your email if anybody wants to get in touch best place is my website which is dreamwithdan.com dreamwithdan.com all my social media links are on there i've got a blog we i probably blog three or four times a week 
Uh, I've got a podcast as well called Do It With Dan. But everything, everything, everything is at dreamwithdan.com, including a lot of free resources that they can access. Right. Fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for our wonderful guest, Daniel. Thank you. Wonderful. So, Daniel, I definitely know I've had my notepad down and I've wrote down the four steps that I know I have to implement in my own life, knowing if it can work for you, it can surely work for me and for everyone who's been listening on this show. So, Daniel, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. And um, we will definitely, definitely keep in touch. And I will ask everybody who's listening, please do get in touch. If you're in the sideline wondering what to do next, get in touch with Daniel. Contact him and follow through the program. So for that reason, thank you to our guests and thank you for all of you. And we'll look forward to the next episode that's coming up next week, Thursday. Every Thursday, 12 p.m. and 7 p.m. live. And so thank you. And we're going to end with a song and we'll see you again. Take care.